Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Kathleen Fullen, and I would like to introduce Isidore Knox Jr., running for Alder in District 14. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement about the educational, vocational, and civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this office and why you are running for Alder. Thank you. Um, well, from my uh, civic uh, perspective, um, I've been a civil, I've been a city alder previously in 2004 and 2007, and I have over 35 years of combined experience as a state of Wisconsin and Dane County government manager. Um, I'm currently retired, and then I work part-time as a security lead for the Overture Center. And I've also have some background. I'm a member of local 412 uh, ASHME Union and also ASHME Retirees Chapter 32. I've also worked on many civic and neighborhood boards, committees, and commissions over the years. I'm currently on the Police Citizens Oversight Board for the City of Madison, the Destination Dis District Task Force and the South Metropolitan Planning Council, as well as the Southside Raiders football and cheerleading. What actions or programs would you support to enhance public safety in Madison? And in particular, what is your position on the use of body cameras by Madison police officers? Well, I would say that I'm a proponent of, of police reform. I sit on the uh, oversight committee but I believe that we obviously need the police department, but that it's important for the citizens to be involved in reforming the police so that they can be responsible and accountable. Um, I think we need to provide the tools necessary uh, for the police department to provide public safety for the citizens. Um, I support body camps. I think we need to use all available technology to get the data that we need, including, you know, we have street cameras. Um, in addition to that, I think one part of making sure that we have safe neighborhoods is people who have door home cameras where they can obviously see things that's happening in their community. And that way we have more information so the police can more effectively do their jobs. So I definitely support um, the available technology so that the police department can perform their public safety responsibility. I also though believe that we need to assist the police department by making sure we have mental health professionals when those situations come where they, we need them. And I also believe there are other um, professionals and community nonprofits that can assist in helping the city be safe. Um, um, I think it's uh, all of us, including citizens, we all need to be a part of the process of making, um, making allowing us to have a safe city. And uh, the council is important in providing us resources. What do you see as the most important environmental issues the city needs to address? What will be your priorities for council actions on these issues? Well, I think all of us need to be responsible in making sure that we have a safe environment 
And I think it's important for um, the council to work with, first of all, the um, business community, particularly the industrial community, to make sure that they're doing all they can to reduce you know, uh, gas emissions into our atmosphere. Um, most people can do a lot of things from, you know, what we can do with cars and, and even people who, you know, when we're burning wood stoves, but the majority of the pollution that's being caused is done by industry. And it's important for the city to work with the business community and try to reduce as much of those uh, emissions that we can and start encouraging us getting away from using fossil fuels. And then maybe we need to reinvest more in things like, uh, maybe we can subsidize people using solar energy, uh, wind power. We really need to pay attention to looking at ways that all of us can play a part in, in helping the environment. What is your position on increasing the pay for alders? <laughs> That's an interesting question. Um, I think here in Madison, um, even though the alders have a difficult job and haven't been an alder before, I can tell you it is not a part-time job, but I don't think that um, it's time for the alders to be like full-time employees like they do, for example, in Milwaukee. I think once we do that, then people will be running for order for, for salary and, and want to be career politicians. And I don't believe in that. I think, I, quite frankly, I think we should have term limits. And I think um, where we should probably increase the pay where it's you know um, appropriate, but I don't agree with going to like full-time pay for orders. I just think that is uh, a negative incentive for people who want to really want to be an auto to serve and represent the interests of, of their constituents. What, if anything, do you think the city should be doing to support economic development? Um, I think there are a lot of things that the city needs to do to support um, economic development. Um, one of the things that I think is important is, uh, and I'll talk about particularly in my district in particular, we have a lot of, of areas that uh, need infield development. And we need the kind of businesses that will not only serve the residents, but also individuals who come into the city, you know, to work, and then they can conduct business when they're either coming to work or leaving work. Um, Park Street uh, and Fitch Hatchery Road are two of the busiest um, highways into the city of Madison going to downtown and the university. And in my district, which starts at Winger Creek moving south uh, to the Beltline, there is a lot of need for, there's a lot of infill that we need to um, build some business capacity. So what the city can do is, um, the city's job is to make sure that we support business development, make sure that, in, that individuals are making the highest salaries that they can to stimulate business. And so it's important for the city to do their job and making sure that 
individuals have the highest level of um, quality of life through their through their ability to have an income. And so I think that's where the city needs to play a part in leveraging things. We can use tools like TIF and TID, where you know you slow down the tax um, payments until later and then reinvest. Um, those are the kind of tools that the city have to help stimulate businesses coming in and stimulating economic development and employment for the citizens. How do you see racial disparities impacting constituents in your district? And are there any actions the city should take to address those? Um, the 14th district is probably the most diverse district in the city of Madison. Um, so clearly there's a need to um, be more equitable in terms of employment and quality of life for, for, for all citizens. Um, it's, it impacts um, um, diverse citizens in a lot of ways. Um, one example is we have the lowest percentage of home ownership in the city. That's an area where everyone knows that when you're trying to build wealth, Home ownership is one of those key things that help uh, families thrive and build and build future wealth for their families. So it's going to be important that the city pays attention to any kind of issues and complaints that people have in terms of housing discrimination. It's important that we make sure that the housing is affordable for those individuals. But I think more, mm -hmm. I think the most important thing that the city can do to leverage discrimination is help persons of color develop wealth. And I think stimulating home ownership is one of those things they can do, obviously making sure that they're getting paid a livable wage so they can be in position to own their homes. And those are the kind of things economically that creates equity for everybody city. And I think there's a lot of work on the South side to for the city to stimulate more housing uh, opportunities so people can become homeowners. Maybe the city should sponsor low interest home loans. Um, maybe tax credits can be used where the city can actually, um, I, I believe they should purchase a lot of these vacant lots through land grants and things like that. And then allow the citizens to buy in and own duplexes and those kind of things. So I think economics is the best way to find equity in terms of discrimination of all types. What are the most critical issues that you see facing the people in your district and what would you propose to address these? I think um, what I just mentioned, I think um, the lack of available home ownership is one of the major key concerns in my district. Um, we've had recent discussions about the rapid transit system and and people wanting to provide more high density housing around Park Street. Most of the citizens that I talk to, particularly of color in this district, that is not what they want. What they want is an opportunity to own a home, an opportunity to have affordable housing. And I think the best way to do that is, is to find those smaller lots, develop those uh, so that we can have mixed income housing in neighborhoods. That's what stabilized neighborhoods. And I think um, 
that is the way that those that's one of the key things. Employment is obviously the other one. Um, um, citizens need gainful employment and salaries that pay a living wage in order to be be in a position to one day maybe be able to own their homes. So I would like to see more um, employment opportunities with that economic development that comes not only in the district but citywide. And then of course they need to have transportation, um, uh, adequate bus transportation to get to those jobs. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? I guess what I'd like to say to them is that, um, um, as I said before, my purpose for running for order is to represent those individuals in my district and the city at large so they can have a voice on the council. I think my priorities for, for um, the council is make sure that we have responsive uh, uh, city services. That's really important. And particularly, we have new city residents from the town, and they have an expectation to have our responsive city services. Public safety, as we talked about, public safety accountability is important. Access to transportation services, which I mentioned, affordable housing options, enhancing the neighborhood. And of course, I mentioned economic development and employment opportunities. The two other things I think that are important is youth and senior services. We have a lot of seniors in our neighborhood and we had a lot, a lot of youths which I work with a lot. I just want people to know that I have a lot of years of government experience, so I know how government works. I have demonstrated community commitment. I've been committing to the city and my district for years, and I have civic leadership. And I think those are the traits that would make an effective order. I believe I'm the right choice. And as a retiree, I can offer full-time um, dedicated service as an alderman. So those are the things I'd like to say. I want to thank Isidore Knox Jr. for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. I want to remind everyone that primary election day is Tuesday, February 21st, and the general election is Tuesday, April 4th. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.